You are the most remarkable spirit I've ever met. You have courage and resourcefulness, talent. You're proud, maddeningly, wonderfully so, and you are cunning and vibrant, completely alive. You deserve every happiness you find. No. No, you don't. You don't deserve happiness. That's not what I... What I mean is... You deserve much more. You deserve, deserve magic. When he looked into her eyes, he learned the most important part of the language that all of the world spoke. It was love. Something older than humanity. More ancient than the desert. What he felt at that moment was that he was in the presence of the only woman in his life. And that, with no need for words, she recognized the same thing. There is something so familiar about this. Hmm? Do you ever have deja vu? Didn't you just ask me that? <laughs> and when two such people encounter each other, the past and the future become unimportant. There is only that moment. And the incredible certainty that everything under the sun has been written by one hand only. I'm sorry, what was that again? I'm a god. You're a god. I'm a god, I'm not the god, I don't think. It is the hand that evokes love, and it creates a twin soul for every person in the world. I am an immortal. Special today is blueberry waffles. Why are you telling me this? Because I want you to believe in me. Without such love, one's dreams would have no meaning. The whole surround of us is completely magic. Absolutely weird. Now, of course, we become aware that imaginative people are conscious of this. Imaginative people show their consciousness of it by the way they act, by their taste in whatever they surround themselves with. You begin to notice that there are some certain people with whom you either have great accord or great fear because they're not ordinary. It does not matter how long one has lived for you see everything begins with inspiration. Inspiration is ageless, just like the journey. So much is unpredictable, but there are two matters of which you can be certain. Struggle along the path is a given, but there will also be splendor. They have imagination and they're not hiding under an attempt to conform to the ideal of being ordinary because they have an atmosphere of magic. In the middle of the summer, even 20 below, I'm a bad motherfucker, I'm way too fucking cold. Let me tell you what she said when she pulled down my draw, she like, ooh, wee. Am I right, guys? I mean a classic failure for you pretty much your whole life. Why, why don't you just admit it to yourself that what she really wants is that meat in her mouth. Here's the three new rules for 2023 are as follows. Rule number one, if you hear it come out of my mouth here, it happened, okay? I ain't BSing anybody. I don't have to. What I'm going through right now is way far nuttier than anything I ever expected. So just know, when you come here, that's what you're gonna get. It doesn't mean that I exactly know what I'm talking about all the time or know the 
correct interpretation of the thing. But if I bring it, I'm going to give you my opinion of it, but you can rest assured it happened with me. And that's what we're doing here. Number two, the great Manly P. Hall is quoted as saying, the language of the mysteries is symbolism. Forever has man sought to share knowledge where language has failed him. The language of the mysteries is symbolism. Okay. Rule number three. I'm fully aware how batshit most of this sounds. Fully aware. If by chance you or, you know, the Inquisition should ever get it in their head that they need to put a stop to it or, you know, that they're going to tie me to a stake, see rule number two. You know what I mean? All this really happened. Everything is symbolism. See rule two. If the feds get on us. When the fuzz comes, see rule two. You know, say what you will about me. But I get every drop out of life. Not going to be a lot of boring days. And whatever it is that makes that the case, coincidentally, I have a lot of good stories. And then it helps that I'm a decent storyteller. This right here is the craziest so far. And even though it began one year ago today, and we're not even through Act 1 yet. I'm going to go ahead and say that a lot of the people that are involved in this don't know what I'm about to say. They don't know about what I'm about to share as far as the stuff that I've pulled over the last year's worth of time. I mean, this is just crazy. And every time I crack the microphone and start to try to talk about it, it makes me feel weird, which means obviously that the right thing to do, the only thing to do, the only choice I have is to go ahead and do it. And I was full throttle last year. As far as I'm concerned, the first week of February is now a holy week, celebrating the anniversary of it this week. But of all the days, the 7th is definitely the most important. It was late the afternoon of the 7th that I was over at Pitmaster Shaw's house going over the events that had happened. It got us to that point so far. We were, again, planning the barbecue takeover pitmastershaw at gmail.com valentine's day am i right guys and as it had been quite an eventful past few days i headed out almost at dusk and was going to go grab something to eat go to my parents and lay it down have an easy uh, an easy evening of it fully content that all of my thoughts feelings and actions up until that point were completely valid and that whatever mystical force you want to attribute it to, or what you want to call that said mystical force, was in action. And I had no idea what was in store for me. There was a really nice sunset occurring at that moment. And I stopped at Rose Hill Cemetery, which is the main, large, very nice cemetery right there in the middle of Tyler. And I spent probably 20 minutes taking pictures from inside the cemetery of the sunset and some of the more notable monuments there's a large piano as a tomb in that cemetery yeah a granite grand piano and one of my favorite angels in the cemetery is caddy corner from that and i took this picture down the keyboard of this granite piano with that angel in the background I was just about to my favorite little Mexican watering hole when my phone rang, a FaceTime phone ring. No, I did not see someone's rump on the other end of it. 
with the beautiful, glowing, shining, illuminated face of Mrs. Feta Da Vinci, who is uh, she's on my she's like my spirit twin or sister or something. You can actually hear her 4.0 episode one. And we were catching up. She wanted to she had to ask me a couple of things because she was working on a, a chart for me, like an astrology chart. And I hadn't spoken to her in a while and we were catching up and I was drawn to tell someone what was occurring in my life. The, the conviction and the excitement was palpable. And so it was with me talking to Sveta and she said, well, Clinton, I love you, but you have got to go now. And I was thinking to myself, how does she know that this restaurant closes at weird times and you never know when? And she goes, no, you have to go. I will talk to you in six months. I was like, okay, I'll talk to you later. Didn't, you know, think another thing of it for a while. Walked in the door and decided I was, you know, I was just going to go to the bar, order something to go. And uh, there were two people sitting at the bar with their back to me. It's a small little bar, two females. And uh, as I was walking up, I think what I did was I walked up, sort of stood next to them and just said out loud, which is, this is a tactic of mine. Don't try to steal it because you got to have the balls to do it. But I just said, and I used to come into Tyler and I never had to call my friends or anything. They would just, my friend Rex and Bruce would just always be at Bennigan's. Could I say the same thing about you ladies and Papacitas? And all I can tell you is when one of them turned around and looked at me, I don't even remember anything else because I, I, it was like, I knew this person. It turns out these women know my friends as fate would have it. I would later describe these two as the hot one and the salty one, which wasn't really meant to be an insult to the salty one, but the queen of Sheba over there, I don't know. Um, I had a feeling like a newer. Well, I did still get my food to go, but we had a couple of drinks. And seeing as how I was sort of smitten with Miss uh, Sheba over here, I asked them if they'd like to join me across the street for another cocktail. Is the so we do? We go across the street, and um, I'm kind of talking about what's going on with me. You know, I had this epiphany, this witch in the woods, and this and that, and. There's just no other way to describe it. This was magic. As I'm looking at her, oh my gosh, you're the one. Excuse me? Oh my gosh, it's you. You're the one. You're the freaking guy. Well, I mean, I realized that, but no, it's you. You're the one. You're the one who was supposed to come. You're him. And then she just looked me in the face and said, Bruce. And, you know, everyone's had the feeling where every hair on their body stood up. This was like every hair on my body went down. It was so profound. It was, um, had to be the equivalent of when they say that someone's life flashes in front of their eyes. I, my life immediately rewound. I was taken back to February of 2016. And the OK Talk podcast was not even a year old. And at that time, I worked for the Salem Radio Network. It's here in town, broadcast all over the world, various and sundry shows. And I worked there on the overnight shift on Saturday, had the whole place to myself. It was basically babysitting. 
And when Matt and I started the podcast, that's where we did it because there wouldn't be anybody up there. We'd have the studio in the evening. He'd come up sometimes with Megan. We'd record. And then when they would leave, I would spend the rest of the evening getting the podcast ready to go. And then it'd be out on Sunday. Believe it or not, we were almost predictable at that point. And just a bit of trivia. If you don't know where the name of the podcast comes from, it's because the very first thing that I said on the podcast was okay. Talk. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our and we're rolling in there. Uh huh. All right. And we in the studio in the studio. And there you go. That was the way that this thing started. Well, um, I had a friend at the time. God knows what it was exactly he was doing for a job, but um, he started coming up there sometimes in the evening and hanging out with me. We'd have a lot of fun, always. Anyway, he and I are trouble together, no doubt. Anyway, he's telling me that he knows these people in Tyler and that they live apparently in a haunted house. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And he's like, no, dude, like the stuff that they're saying is crazy. And yeah, the stuff that he was relaying to me was crazy. Seeing the thing, feeling the thing, getting scratched by the thing, evil, evil. And he was like, so I was thinking, you know, like you could come down there and like do something about it. And I mean, it makes me embarrassed now to think what the hell I thought I would do, except especially knowing what I know now, except getting my ass eaten alive. But I was like, yeah, for sure. You know, a couple of weeks pass or whatever. And he's up there again. And I asked him about it and he's like, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. He's just real dodgy with it. He says something along the lines of like, I think they moved. And I'm like, well, okay, but still, like, I mean, I can understand why they'd move. I mean, the stuff that you're telling me is horrible. So here I am sitting in February 7th, 2022 with this woman who's telling me that was you. And then she tells me, well, yeah, he said that you were going to come down and you would have to like give our name and everything and say where it was. And I told him there's no way we could do that. And I was like, that idiot that's the rule number one is protect the client and now here i am and she's like oh my gosh you're the guy you were the guy that was supposed to come six years ago six years in the making as we make this discovery it's strange i immediately pulled my phone out and was like look i gotta roll tape on this Standing in the yard by myself, walking back up to the house, it would normally happen as it started getting, as it started getting darker. Mm-hmm. But it got so bad that it would happen during the day, and everybody that lives there would leave, and which is why they did too. They would close their blinds during the day after a while because they realized they weren't there alone, so they'd close the blinds and wouldn't open the house up. We were moving them out, and no one. I was walking back into the house from the car, and I and it was calm as could be. No one was going, and then all of a sudden, this and something went right past my leg, and my I mean, like my the hair on me just stood up, and I just was like, oh my god, like what was that? And I told my daughter, and she said, Mom, that happens all the time to me, and she said. I can wake up at night because I feel like somebody's staring at me and I can look. And right there at the doorway by the bathroom, 
she said, it, he's always up down at this end. Like, I could see the shadow in the hall. And one night, she wears a cross like I do. And one night, she woke up because her, her cross was like, like being yanked on her neck. So that's but, serious business. That's oh, no, let me tell you how bad it was. No, it was so bad. She could be in the bathroom. And this this happened towards the end. It started getting so bad that he would jack with her. Like she'd be sitting there and he'd like tap her on the leg. So we are both pretty amazed by the fact that this is what's happening. The salty one? Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Well, I ended up getting a garage door slammed in my face very slowly, down on my knees as the door continues to close, saying, it was really great to meet you. Just imagine that. I'm thinking about slowly slamming a door. Maybe it was just because I called her the salty one. I don't know. But one of them went one way. One of them went the other. Anyway, when I got back over to my parents' house, I texted my friends and said, hey, I met the girls last night. Well, we texted back and forth and I was trying to think if there was a chance that we would have been in the same place around the same time. And I'm texting her about it. And I mentioned one specific thing. She says, actually, the name Rudolph Valentino was mentioned. I don't know about you, but I don't know that I've ever thought of that person before in my life. The reason that it's important. So the very next morning, I do what I always do. I wake up and turn on the radio station that I used to work for and listen to my friends in, in their morning show. And well, as I'm still laying in the bed at my parents' house, and this comes out of the speaker. It's so out of date, it feels to me. Yeah. And, and we had that tour guide. She's talking about Rudolph Valentino and all this kind of stuff. And like, this people don't even mean stuff to us. Okay, I sat straight up in my bed. And I mean, just, just even now. See what I mean? By the universe speaking, right? I was definitely being courted by the universe. It was like, for sure, pull out all the stops. They have to know that what's happening is happening. You know, just to Bruce and Sheba, the funny thing about it is I just thought about this, that Bruce is the only person that's ever got me to take anything out of a podcast, and it had to do with Rudolph Valentino as well. That's crazy. Anyway, this is our existence. The next day, I meet her at a local place, and as I'm continuously preaching the word, talking about magic, every other song on the radio, don't you believe in magic? Oh, 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 it's magic. It just won't stop. I mean, say that I was pinging. I was pinging. It is at this point that I can turn. And the idea of moving mountains is a given. And then she tells me where this spooky place was and that indeed her daughter did not live there anymore. As the sun was setting, I went over there. Now, just because of circumstance, it took me a long time to get these files, like get audio extracted from the videos that I took and to take the audio that I'd captured and run them through this little thing called Adobe Audition. But, um, like I told somebody the other day, this place, which is not just a house, wide swath of land, uh, which there is a big, huge 
huge house on this property and the woman owns all the land and there are several houses on that you know are there as rental properties oddly enough the people around here were known to call this place the murmuring meadow and as i tell you in all honesty i've been to some pretty crazy places you know if somebody said hey i don't believe in none of this I want to be scared. Take me somewhere that'll scare me. Take me somewhere that I'm likely to have some sort of an experience. Well, I would have said Devil's Creek. I mean, that's what Shannon LeGros said she wanted. And she saw people that weren't there. Fact. I did too. Oh, He's sleeping. All three of them just walked down the dam. Neither of me. I swear to God, I saw three red headlamps go down there. I promise you I did. Wow. David. Three people just went down the room. There are not three people. Fuck it, I'm leaving it in. More on that later. This place now edges out Devil's Creek. It's the most active thing I've ever witnessed. This all happens 48 hours. On the 9th, I went out to that place by myself. All I knew was that there was a shadow. That was it, and that it was aggressive. And as I do, I turned my recorder on. Just on the off chance. Somebody wants to say anything. Sundown, February 9th, 2022. Really beautiful sky. You know, way cuter than I was expecting. It's a hell mouth. I don't know what is happening, but, and it's not, it's not good. Like I said, not much of this has been heard or even discussed. So some of this audio is disturbing. I don't like to tell people what I think they should hear, but I will say this. <clears throat> There's a lot of name calling, as in saying people's names. That's uncomfortable. Okay. That's spooked out. And I mean, I feel like, as far as it goes with me, I'm getting used to it. That may be way off, but it's like the thing at first is saying, it won't work something that's Clint, and then probably the creepiest thing of all of it, to me personally, is just the Clint? Like with a question mark at the end. Granberry. Granberry. <laughs> 
trust me, I know this sounds bananas, but it's like they were trying to pull one over on me. And the thing is like, oh, that, that's not going to work with this guy. I know it sounds stupid, but it's like, uh-uh, it's not going to work. What? That's Clint. He too much of a badass. Say my name, bitch. So, some of this audio is disturbing. It's not that that weirds me out. It's this. Okay, again, just remember the rules when I talk like this. What do I know? But I'm just going to tell you what. I'm actually pretty convinced on this one. There's a lot of voices happening here. And you got to understand, we're talking about things. We're just getting kooky here. But it's not like there's a person standing there saying any of this stuff. So they don't have the golden pipes like I do to produce sound, right? And... Some of the audio, when you look at it, because again, we're looking at this spectrum analysis stuff. Some of it is more tangible and like it's louder, right? But it's almost as if you're, think about it like somebody's trying to break through a barrier or something. There's a lot of that. In fact, there's audio effects that can sort of make this happen, but I have the original file with the metadata that shows that this isn't edited or anything like that. This sounds to me like a bunch of things at least are saying there's, there's other words going on in here too, but there's a lot of this serve us Clinton, serve us Clint, serve us. And there's some F words in here too, which I'd be interested to hear what you thought. Hit me up, you know, Okay, talk podcast at gmail.com. Hit me up on the Facebook. Dadis Perry now is able to accept friend requests. I don't know why I couldn't before. F Facebook. Anyway, I'm going to play this again. And again, it's not going to sound like me saying, serve us. It's like, you know, it's a swirling effect. I've felt things walk up on me, heard things walk up on me, experienced things I did not ever think that I would. I was there a week ago, and I'll be there later today, I think. So I am interested in seeing what's on the other side of this property as it's getting dark. I get in my car and drive around this place. It's a big piece of property in town, okay? 
and I am I go down, turn around, and I'm turning on a street that borders the far side of the property. So there's houses to my left and a huge open field to my right. And then, you know, that's the property. And uh, it's sort of an uphill road. And I'm looking at this house to my left. And as I am, I see something walk from field across street in front of me towards or through those cars that are parked in front of those houses. And it startles me so much that I pull my camera out. I'm like, okay, I just saw this. And I was really struggling with it because I was hoping that it was just a trick of the eyesight because of me being my perspective being down because frankly the thing was huge it was solid black as night of a shadow the sky a twilight bluish you know twilight navy behind it again I'm looking slightly uphill and I'm not doing this for the Sasquatch fans, but it looked like the Bigfoot video. It looked like Patty. I saw its legs move and its arms. And I drove up a little bit, and of course, I knew I was out of my mind to think that it was an actual person because you could tell once I got up there that no, that didn't. That happened in the first day. A very exciting and without question interesting few months started to develop. I ended up spending a good portion of the year last year within a football toss of that place. And the amount of audio is over my head. I ain't saying this shit to brag. I don't, you know, go back and listen to the rules at the beginning of this bitch. But number one, I'm going to stop right now because I almost went down a wormhole. And that's the one thing that this stuff has done to me is that it's so much and it's so in your face. But I mean, this little audio clip, this was from a couple months later. That was easily one of the most intense experiences of my life. That was Devil's Creek on steroids right there. Holy crap. What a day. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, There's a lot of weird. A lot of the times, footsteps... Like just what sounds like people are walking through, um, talking that may, maybe I could best describe it like it's happening in another room in a house, you know? The weird thing with this in particular is there's pictures. I think there's 45 minutes of video sitting on that camera from a couple of weeks ago that I haven't looked at on anything other than just the screen on the Canon. Who knows? There's anomalies that I don't yet know how to think about them. There's a lot of weird. There's a lot. What an incredibly crazy place. I'm utterly and totally fascinated with it. I need to say to the people who actually lived there, I have a completely new appreciation for what you guys went through. And I'm so sorry that that happened and that anything I can do for you, because it's a lot. Thank you guys so much. All of you. It takes a lot of courage to talk about this kind of stuff, and I appreciate you guys doing that. And she was right, Sheba. It's sort of the whole block. My opinion of things as they are, as they stand right now, in terms of what does it all mean or what are you all getting at? There was a call to action for me personally, Groundhog Day a year ago. I had to accept this challenge. And when I accepted it, it opened up 
wide open and I charged full steam ahead. And then without really thinking about it like this, because it's hard to do that sometimes as it's happening, the enemies of the quest came at me hard. You so sure of yourself, buddy? Let's just make it more difficult. What do you think? That's part of it. Trials and tribulations. It's always about the perseverance that that's really what is the point. But this is me complaining about that. Just like I said to Jonathan a couple of years back, that I knew full well what I had to do. And in agreeing to do so, I knew that I might as well be starving lions before slaughter. If my purpose is to awaken, illuminate to the magic of it all, if I am a light bringer, which I am, then the fact that opposition would be as heavy, it means that my cause is just, you know? Don't you agree? Thanks for listening to me talk about the quest, which is very difficult sometimes for me. I know there's a group of people who don't give a shit, and I know there's also people who would be suspicious of it because, frankly, I walk to a different beat, and I realize that. <laughs> but my intention is pure, and... You know, when I, we started doing this podcast and some crazy stuff happened to me, I was like, oh, let me tell you the thing, you know, well, as we've gone along and I've seen some things that I don't know, you know, there are no explanations for. It's weird, but that's the stuff that's sort of hard. Um, I hope you find it interesting and because there's a lot more, there's a lot to tell you, a lot to go over, contents overfloweth. I have audio of the thing attacking me physically, but I'm just not going to do it right now. I just... I just can't. I appreciate the concern ahead of time. Do not let your hearts be troubled. I'm afraid that if I do, then this won't get put out. But I will do this rather than the other thing. I'll just go ahead and do this because I don't care. So I was down in Tyler. Halloween. Had a funeral. A couple days later, I went with a buddy down to South Texas It was the first weekend of rifle season for deer, and we were going deer hunting, but we were also going to try to get rid of this big-ass cat that had stalked my buddy a couple of weeks prior. I had never been to this particular place, and he didn't know anything about that I do all this weird stuff. Believe it or not, believe it or not, I don't always run around with it beaming off my chest. Anyway, it ended up being... One of the scariest nights of my life. This is what we're talking about. I was dealing with. This is what it sounded like. Believe you me. So just consider this just like an audio teaser of the story of the killing fields of South Texas. This is easily one of the weirdest things I've ever experienced in my life. There's somebody right there, dog. Was that just them coming to a stop? No, they're circling. Fuck, he won't. He didn't want it. He took off as soon as he saw us. What the fuck is going on still right now? I'm not sure what their bit is, but they don't really want no smoke. You know what I say? You're going to give it to him. Are you kidding me? He's going to let him know. Welcome to Texas, bitch. Thought we were fucking playing. Go to the YouTube page, and I'll make the video public. Um, I've had it up there for a while. 
it was actually a really good chance for me to mess around with uh, all the stuff that I've been learning as I'm editing the movie on my own. And I'm pretty proud of how far I've come because I'm a wizard on this audio, but I didn't know nothing about no editing, no video, boy. I think I've done pretty well on it. Check it out. I will tell you this. Watch it on a screen bigger than your phone. Come on, man. It's like a high quality video. There's all kinds of stuff going on in it. And if you want to see it, look on something other than your phone and just stay till the end. Cause maybe the creepiest thing is the last, the two, the eyes at the end. It's creep. It creeps me out to talk about it. It was wild, man. I'm not kidding. Scariest one of definitely one of the scariest nights of my life at that point. Okay. I got to go make a video about shoving meat in your mouth and it shouldn't be long till we do this again. I hope look, you have no idea. Just, you know, kick out a good review for your boy. And it, I'm in a much better place, but don't get it twisted, man. The night is dark and full of terrors. And I don't know that I ever thought it would be easy. It's just that even as I know to expect it now, like I should totally expect it. The fact that nobody ever sticks around. The fact that the people who know, who know more than anyone, the realness of the thing and the people who 100% believe in my cause can't hang don't want to hang that's not me being pitiful that's the fucking truth and believe me when I say this the adversary is a devious devious one and it doesn't matter when you tell someone like hey just so you know this is how this goes down they hear all of it and it doesn't matter what kind of person you are, what kind of equity you've built up with people. It's just as easy for it to get in their ear and say, he's the problem. Turn tail and fucking run. That's why Bonnie was such a badass bitch, man. She had Clyde's back to the drop. Taking applications for Bonnie's around this motherfucker, as well as interns. <laughs> just kidding. I love you all anyway. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Certainly ain't for everybody. But I said all that to just say, so you have no idea how much a little word of encouragement would help a boy out sometimes. And I mean, I don't care if you want to bounce. Just don't call the effing witch hunter, you know? Because I'll put that boy in the ground. You know, like we ain't playing around. Because when they came looking for us in Hillsboro, we weren't playing that game. This was really special. And I love, love, love Sheba and her people. Love them to pieces. Thanks so much for listening to OK Talk. Happy Valentine's Day, bitch. Valentine's Day. Come here, girl. Let me slide that meat in your mouth.
gonna hook it up, probably talk on the phone See, I don't know if that's good I've been holding back this secret from you Probably shouldn't tell you, but If I, if I let you know You can't tell no, but I'm talking about no, but I'll be waiting there with my trench, my lungs, my hat So I'm low-key If you tell the world, don't sleep You know that would be weak Oh boy I've been trusting you with my heart, my soul I probably shouldn't tell you, but If I, if I let you know You can't tell no, but I'm talking about no, but Better known as Aaliyah She's perching on a tree And she can always see ya She's soaring, she's a hawk A flying bird of prey She's got her eyes on handmade moments And she's swooping down their way Yeah, she gets what she wants She will always capture Handmade moments, get ready You're about to feel the rapture If I, if I let you know You can't tell nobody I'm talking about nobody Tell me that somebody